Are the Christmas markets something that's been on your bucket list for a long time, but you're not sure about traveling to Europe? Well, this video is for you. It's all about the Christmas markets that are a little bit closer to home. Stay tuned. And as always, folks, if you enjoy our content, a like, subscribe, and a ring of the bell is appreciated and helps us to spread the word. My guest today is Sherry Clark, co-owner of Picture This Travel, an award-winning travel agency based in Nashville, Tennessee and Kansas City, Missouri. Together with her partner Leanne, Sherry and their team of trusted travel advisors have been designing custom land and sea vacations for satisfied clients in Kentucky, Missouri, Tennessee and across the U.S. Sherry makes her home in Nashville, Tennessee. Hi Sherry, welcome to RTE Travel Talk. Hey Candace, so great to see you. Uh, it's good to see you. Yeah. So Sherry, one of the emerging trends that we're seeing now that the travel is starting to open up again is people are starting to think about traveling perhaps a little bit closer to home. Mm -hmm. Now, I know since the borders are open, you've just recently returned from a tour of the Christmas markets in Quebec City and Montreal, Canada. So I was wondering if you could enlighten our visitors and followers on just what that tour was like. Would you recommend it? What were the highlights? And bring us up to speed. Sure. Be happy to. Yeah, as you mentioned, we just we just returned this week from Quebec and Montreal. Mm -hmm. Learned first of all how to say Quebec City, not Quebec, as I would normally have said it. So <laughs> learn that little bit of information. We traveled up to Quebec first, uh, which is a lovely, charming, very European feel, smaller town. Right. Um, and so we traveled there first. We spent two nights there at the Chateau Frontenac, which is absolutely stunning. It is. One of those picturesque hotels that you see and, you know, every time they show Quebec City, that's the hotel they show. And you're like, one day I'm going to stay there. And that's what I've always said. And I've been in the business for 20 years. And so for me, it was one of those bucket list hotels that I was able to check off. Our group absolutely loved it. Um, so it was really a charming village, if you will. Great location staying at the Chateau. Uh, Fontenac because we were able to you know, be right in the midst of all the shopping and the Christmas markets. An absolute ton of history in Quebec oh, City. Incredible. So during the time that you spent in Quebec, was there tours that went along with this or were you kind of free to travel on your own or how did how did that work, Sherry? Yeah. So and for this particular one, we did have some tours in line. So it was a private custom tour that we were on. Okay. Um, so they did take the group around to several different sites outside of that little area that you would only get to, let's say, if you just flew in and you were just walking about. We were able to get beyond that. So we were able to do a city tour, which gave us a really good overview and as well as the history of it. And then we also went out to see the copper mine as well as uh, waterfalls that are outside of the city limits a little bit. So we were able to get around a little bit more than just the shopping. But of course, left plenty of time for walking about, uh, meandering through the streets and then, of course, visiting the Christmas markets. Now, you've been to the Christmas markets in Europe. How did they how did they compare? I have been to Christmas markets in Europe. And I think a lot of this was probably COVID related in terms of the smallness. So it was a little smaller than obviously what I've, ones I've seen over mm. in Germany. Um, this one is based, even though it's a French speaking country, it is a German market. But delightful. The food was all good. The vendors were nice, um, very picturesque. So it was a nice um, welcome to the beginning of the Christmas season for our group. And how was the shopping? Oh, of course, the shopping was great. You know, you always <laughs> have a little bit of extra room to come home with it. So 
we were able to pick up some, you know, several Christmas treats and it was really a nice little way to, again, just kind of start off some of the shopping for uh, your Christmas days. Quebec is a French speaking, it's a bilingual bilingual province, but they primarily speak French in Quebec and Montreal. How did you, was, did you find any language barriers? I suspect not. But. Not at all. Uh, what really surprised me uh, with the Canadian, French Canadians, is their English accent is as if they're Canadians and you don't hear the French side of it. So it was you know, obviously no problem whatsoever in that respect. Cool. How was the, how did you find the weather? Is it a good time of year to visit Quebec? It's cold. What are you talking about? It's Canadian. It's not cold up there. I mean, I'm a southerner. So, I mean, and we happen to hit that cold spell, right? And so we're looking in like in Nashville, it's like 75, which is like to me the perfect weather. Yeah. And there we were like, okay, it was zero Celsius. They're like, oh, this isn't bad at all. And I'm like, no, this is cold. This is cold. And then we're like minus two Celsius. And so, but you know what you do? Like that just, you, you know, this is, you're going to Canada and you're going in the wintertime. Okay. okay. So we did get a little snow, which was lovely. And there's a couple of people from Charleston, South Carolina, so more, more Southern than me, and they were really loving the snow. Yeah. But you just dress in the layers. You prepare for it, you know. Right. And because, you know, I got the little hand, uh, heat hand warmers for me and my group, and we used those, and we all had our snow boots on and our layers, and we were dressed and prepared for it. So therefore, it wasn't bad. It's what you expect. Right on, right on. Then you, so you did Quebec first and then Montreal? Okay. Correct. So the way the flights were, we really couldn't fly in and out of Quebec without there being a double layover. Right. So we did a round trip out of Montreal. We bust up to Quebec. We were supposed to train but there actually was a protest and they were blocking the railway. So we, we weren't able to train down, but that's kind of things that happen in travel. Now we have the story, <laughs> and, you know, that we got, you know, blocked from the natives and they were protesting and a pipeline, we believe it's going to the reservation. And this has kind of been going on for a year or so. And every once in a while they'll go in and block the railroads, just one of those minor inconveniences. Nobody could help it. Nothing you could do about it. So you flew, you flew in and out of Montreal? We did. You went went to Montreal and then immediately, immediately. Transferred up. Transferred up to Quebec. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's not the norm. Normally, there's more air flight in and out of Quebec. You know, right now, airlift is just not as much as it has been um, because of COVID. So again, yeah. it's great traveling right now for a lot of uh, a lot of good things because the, it's not as heavily uh, trafficked. So we yeah. don't have as many people at the markets or as many people out shopping or out touring. So those are the good things, right? So right you know, this going through the markets, you can see, and there's lots of, you know, area to walk around. And so that's how we thought outside the box. We decided to come in and out of Montreal. We still benefit from the good things, you right. know, and, yeah. uh, we made our the best out of the airlift that was available. Right on. Yeah. So two days, two days in Montreal as well. Correct. Okay. So we, we didn't bust our way down to Montreal, which is, as you know, it's a larger city. Yep. doesn't quite have that feel of that European feel. I tell you what, Montreal really likes their chocolate. And I'm not mad about that at all. <laughs> what it is there was at their uh, markets christmas market a lot of a lot of chocolate all of extra chocolate which is again i'm big i'm a big fan of that so i brought home a lot of that for stocking stuffers uh again we stayed at the fairmont property in montreal the right. elizabeth beautiful property totally different than the other fairmont where that one's a lot older uh, more of that old world look this is a lot more modern real modern hip cool vibe to it so it was nice to have those two different juxtapositions of a hotel 
right. uh, equally lovely. We were walked down to the Europe, the Europe, the European market there as well, the Christmas markets. And again, a little bit different feel. It was great to see that as well. And then the next day we went on a nice city tour of Montreal as well. We even got to drive the bus at the F1 uh, racetrack, which is pretty cool. We're on the bus, <laughs> on the F1 racetrack, in the snow. You know, I'm trying to like take a video of it to really show, but I was in the back of the bus, so I really couldn't get the feel for it. But it was really pretty cool to be on the F1 track. So what were what was included? What was included in the tour? Was breakfast, lunch, and dinner on so, every day, uh, or were you on your own in some cases? So for this particular one, we did include breakfast. The hotel, of course, is included in all your transfers, your breakfast, your porters, all of that. But we op- we kept open the lunches because that allows people to go out and, and visit some of the authentic foods that are there. So we did get some of the the poutine. Yes, got to, you know, have to get that if we're going to Canada, right? <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of the other Canadian type dishes that we were. So we did go out and you know, try some of the local flavors for lunch. Right. We had a welcome dinner and a farewell dinner. So two dinners were included. So then there was two nights that you were out on your own as well. Right. So what was the most memorable thing for you for the entire trip? Oh, it's a hard one, but I have to say probably, as I said before, it's been a bucket list hotel of mine. So, you know, seeing that Chateau Frontenac, just hopefully you'll show a picture of that here in a bit. It's it's yeah. really just breathtakingly gorgeous. That with a little bit of, you know, the snow dust over it and seeing that is it's just really picturesque, you know, and then Magical, on top of it, you know, right out in front of us, there was um, a couple of instruments out playing in the park, you know, so the, so the bells and the the music going on and all the lights around it it was really breathtaking excellent excellent who would you recommend this type of uh trip for i mean i think any age right. can obviously get up and enjoy this market now would i put somebody probably even younger than me on this particular tour probably not because i think somebody may want it to be a little bit more active but so senior citizens age 60 and up, let's say, are great for the tour portion of it. Because then they're, you know, it's a little bit more handheld, right? It's a little bit more of, you know, we're going to be with you this whole time and we're going to be able to guide you along. Right. Anybody, you know, below 55 and under, you might want to do this on your own and get a travel agent to kind of help book you. And then you can actually book some of your own private tours. Uh, Or if you're going with families, perhaps you don't do those long day tours, you know, you break some things up. I would definitely speak with your travel agent about what your wishes are. And that's what we do as travel agents, obviously, as we talk to our individual clients and we just want to find out what they're comfortable with. On that, with having a travel advisor in your corner, Mm -hmm. did you find there was a lot of um, impact on the tour with regard to COVID? And did you you have to jump through any any hoops for your guests? Yes, and we did. In these days, if you're not using one, I really highly advise you to find one that you're comfortable with, that's confident, that is doing their due diligence before every trip because they change. Yeah. Well, even for us, as we were in Canada, the rules changed from 72 hours to 24 hours to come back to the U.S. So imagine all that on your own without any guidance, you know, like, or you may not even even noticed it. Like if you, you know, it wasn't like they sent anything to us I and mean, we had to be kind of on top of our game. So yeah, there are hoops, but is it worth it? I think so. I mean, I want to get back yeah. to living and traveling again, and I think it's worth it. But I do think having a travel agent on your side is so important. In these Just days. provides a peace of mind. Peace of mind. And you need Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. You do need it. So Sherry, this has been wonderful. Great information. If folks wanted to reach out to you about uh, this tour or perhaps another land or sea vacation in the 
in the future? How would they do that? So a couple different ways. I think you've got our phone number scrolling across uh, the bottom there. So that uh, 800 number, you know, certainly reach me, myself or any of our agents there. Um, our email and our website always allows you the opportunity to get in touch with any of us. I always like to ask where are my guests, where are you off to next? Oh, well, so it is the end of December, obviously. So mm -hmm. we are doing one little small trip with just the family and their girlfriends to Savannah, which I love to do Savannah. We're spending New Year's Eve there. Oh, um, but our next big trip is actually we're doing Israel. We're supposed to go in 2020. This has been removed to 21 and now again to 22. So we have another group of about 40 that's doing the Holy Land. So we're doing that in April. I'll probably do a cruise in the middle of February as well. But next big, big group trip is April. Well, I'm interested to hear about that. So yes. we're, we're going to have to have you back. Absolutely. I'd love to come back and talk to you about that trip. All right. Well, with that, Sherry, I'm going to wish you and all of your travel advisors safe, safe and happy travels. May the wind always be at your back. And I hope to see you on the Lido deck real soon. Yes, Ken. Sounds great. Thank you. Take Very care. Nice to see you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. And that about wraps things up for today, folks. Special thanks to my guest, Sherry Clark of Picture This Travel. I'll leave her links in the description for those of you that might like to reach out to Sherry or any one of her team. If you'd like to reach us, you can simply send an email to questions at Real Travel Experts, visit our website, realtravelexperts.com, or just leave a comment. We always respond. And as always, folks, if you enjoy this content, a like, subscribe, and a ring of the bell is certainly appreciated and helps us to spread the word. So until next time, happy travels.